Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Tom Yoder. And I'm Sarah Severson. We're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by David Swanson in September at our events at the Grand Imperial Hotel in Silverton in James Ranch, just north of Durango, when the theme was water. Thanks so much to the Silverton Theater Mind for helping us work with Silverton storytellers. David was born and raised in Silverton. He did a U.S. Peace Corps stint back in the 80s in Kenya, and this planted the seed of traveling all over the world for him. Since that time, he's visited a number of places using his eternal travel lust. David is an aspiring writer, and he's keeping his fingers crossed that one of his novels will actually see the radiant light of traditional publication one day. Here is David's story. Growing up in Silverton, when I was a teenager, we used to partake of a particular practice that um, most people would consider somewhat eccentric behavior on my part and the part of my friends. Now, uh, you're thinking to yourself, maybe this practice should have been best practiced in a tropical or subtropical type of environment. but luckily, it wasn't. Um, we, I'm talking about swimming or, indulge, or indulging in the sport of swimming. Now, some of you might be thinking to yourself, how is it possible for a person to go swimming in this valley when, without jumping into a car and uh, driving around the mountain to the hot springs pool over in Uray uh, from a as I get older and from a more mature and measured perspective, I've af- often asked myself that same question these days. Fortunately, when I was a teenager, I didn't have to deal too much with this uh, maturity thing. <laughs> so, uh, now from a 14-year-old viewpoint, um, we came up with all sorts of ways to avoid the Uray uh, travel option. Um, who was the uh, Who's the sage that said to themselves, ah, youth is wasted on the young? More appropriately, I'm thinking to myself that maybe that philosopher should have said, ah, to be young and dumb once again. (laughs) No, um, I'm the one who just said that. Um, The jury will disregard that last statement, Your Honor. Initially, we indulged in the swimming thing by going down to the service station, gathering some inner tubes, and floating down the mighty Animus River. Now, this was a lot of fun, but it was somewhat limited in terms of being able to actually do any swimming. Fortunately, the San Juans and this valley are loaded with lots of ponds, lakes, and other standing bodies of water that you can jump into. And... uh, dog paddle around in an attempt to look like you're having fun. <laughs> and then my cousin, who was doing geology research in the San Juans, told us about his discovery of the Lime Creek swimming hole. This amazing place where the plunge pool with a gigantic waterfall that empties into a plunge pool directly upstream from where Pole Creek empties into Lime Creek. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Uh, <laughs> But ledges of varying heights on both sides of the waterfall that you could jump into, 
seemingly bottomless pool and crystal clear water. My first, my first vision of the, of the Lime Creek swimming hole just blew me away because it seemed like the diameter was at least 40 or 50 feet across. Instantaneously, multiple trips to that during my teenage and adu young adult years became one of, the, one of my favorite activities. You start out by jumping into the pools from the five and 10 foot ledges. Then as you got braver and more accustomed to the bird sized horse flies and the bone chilling temperatures, you uh, climbed higher and higher up the ledges. Pretty soon you're jumping off the 30 and 40 foot perches into the uh, water. And your best friend even um, dives off the 50 foot ledge into the water. Heck, he even stuck his, come to think of it, he even stuck his uh, chest out as far as those Acapulco cliff divers did on it, ABC's Wide World of Sports. <laughs> After we had made multiple trips to the, uh, to the hole, we, we, we started spending more and more time actually jump swimming in the water. Now I'm starting to think to myself that maybe it was the water getting warmer or our bodies were adapting to the, to the viciously cold temperatures. Um, in retrospect, it was probably more the latter. But then the very next summer, I decided that I wanted to see just how deep that plunge pool actually was. Um, despite the fact that I had uh, eyesight comparable to that of Mr. Magoo, I, uh, I dived into the, I, I went into the pool multiple times over the, over the succession of the summer. The first time only five foot deep and uh, slightly, slightly darker and one or two degrees colder. The very next trip was 10 foot deep that I dived down to. Um, much, much colder and uh, slightly on the further into the dark edge of the, the color spectrum. Then the very last time I went down there, I actually dived down to 15 feet deep. Um, now this was almost pitch black and I couldn't see anything and I was barely able to move because it was so cold. But I still was able to, to swim around and I, and I saw what looked like some sort of lead bullion piled up in the bottom of the, of the plunge pool. So diving down to the bottom of it, I, um, I reached out with both hands, picked one up and tried to carry it to the surface. Unfortunately, it was just too heavy and the water was too cold, so I dropped it on the way up. All these years later, I'm thinking to myself, are those lead bullions still down there in the bottom of that plunge pool? Maybe somebody should go down there and jump into the pool and dive down to the bottom and see if they're still there. It won't be me, of course. Um, five years ago, I uh, fell down and sustained major injury to my right foot. Uh, this required calcaneous uh, foot surgery and the insertion of 13 pins to rebuild my, uh, the right side of my foot. Um, and basically, in essence, um, I'm bionic from the, uh, from the ankle down on my right foot. <laughs>
Um, but this, but in retrospect, this was like a blessing in disguise because it taught me something. During the post-surgery recovery period, I came to the realization that there are certain things that I used to do in my youth that I can't do anymore now that I'm getting older. <laughs> um, yes, Maynard, you can't walk through walls like anymore like you used to when you were in your teens and in your 20s. But then I also like to think of that um, Aldous Huxley quote, the secret of genius is to carry the spirit of youth into old age. This means never losing your enthusiasm. Damn right I'm gonna go back to the Lime Creek swimming hole. <laughs> and of course I'm gonna jump into the water. Hopefully I'll still be able to do that right up until uh, I'm uh, drooling all over myself and um, eating most of my meals through a straw. <laughs> there are very few pleasures in my life that match those teen visits, teen and adult visits to the Lime Creek swimming hole. Um, climbing up on those ledges and the sheer thrill that you would feel when you climb out onto that perch, apprehension as you're getting ready to jump, and then jumping into the water, and actually feeling like you have to get out as fast as you went in. Thanks, David, for sharing your story with us. Our next storytelling event will be a story slam with the theme of family on November 30th at the Sunflower Theater in Cortez and December 1st at the Durango Arts Center. To pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives event, fill out the contact form on our website at ravennarratives.org. We are currently looking for storytellers for our upcoming events in February of 2019 when the theme will be love. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and share these stories with your friends. Thanks to our photographer, McCarson Lee of Red Scarf Shots. Check out the portraits of our storytellers on the gallery page of the Raven Narratives website, and be sure to visit her website at redscarfshots.com. And thanks also goes to our fiscal nonprofit sponsor, Mancus Valley Resources. Find out more about all the wonderful projects they support in the Mancus Valley of Colorado at mancusvalleyresources.com. The website for buying Raven Narratives tickets, ravennarrativestickets.org, was created by Cortez Web Services. Find out how they can help your business online at cortezweb.com. And finally, our theme music was written, composed, and performed by Jazar. And you can find out more about his music on SoundCloud or at freemusicarchive.org. Now for an outtake. <laughs> Gong, welcome to the Raven Narrative. <laughs> you are going to hear stories <laughs> of attachment and non attachment. That's right. <laughs> <Paranita>. <laughs>
Paramitam. <laughs> 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 there you go. Put that chant on. <laughs> 